Welcome everyone, you're listening to perhaps watching I Calling know. the Audible. I am your host, Peace Del Riz. Because Mokan has disappeared. What's a, what's a Mokan? Um, so, my question for Steam Wondajne, my, uh, my, ho- my co-host, is um, should we go to the police? And like, how can we lie about this, the drawing? Like, you know the, the police sketch? For like, how can we lie about it to make him look ridiculous? Can we just describe him in his white spandex? <laughs> just, just, like, listen, officer, I don't know if this is relevant, but he's only ever worn white spandex. <laughs> I don't know if it's relevant. What I also do know is that hairdo that he had for a few months. What was that? that that's good enough to make a sketch. I, I noticed that since I made fun of you with your clothes, Simo, you've made an effort to wear better clothes each week. Also, to be fair, I didn't spill things on my clothes, so this is actually my work clothes. Okay. So fair. it's already an improvement from the... The one we will not discuss. I mean, you went from <laughs> terrible to... Kind of bad. Yeah. The presentable, I guess. I, I would say on a report card, you would end up in the meeting expectations. I'm fine with C's. I'm, I'm good with C's. All right, so if you I'm need to introduce... across the board. If you needed anything. to introduce yourself, though. Oh, man. Would it be I'm good with C or what would you say? Alexis. Alex. I'm waiting for you to introduce yourself. Oh, hi. I'm Simon. I'm very good with C's. I'm, go- I'm fine with C's. I'm uh, Peace, and uh, after my first game last night, someone took our bench. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Yeah, Eagle, why? My name is Eagle, and I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I almost sat down. <laughs> There's nothing there. It was going to be very comical. Oh, but hello. <laughs> it's a big bench. Like, you need people to drag a bench. It makes noise. And the oh worst wait, is what all that was le- all that was left. Oh, they took the bench like the yeah, picked it up and left. Yeah. Oh, I thought they like they were sitting on it. No, no, no. like so people from not your team playing playing next was was Ravens. Yep. And all that was left from the bench was the one you would figure dragged the bench away, Flag Jesus Matsuhun. But he was just standing there, arms folded. Like where's the bench? Like I don't know. He doesn't look like Flag Jesus anymore because he cut his hair. But he's still Flag. I told him yesterday. He's always Flag Jesus. You can't be Flag Jesus anymore. He's like, but bro, <laughs> I have to work. <laughs> I um, need to get jobs. <laughs> A little, a little bit of a different format this week. Bye yes. week. This Our is the bye week. <coughs> um, it used to be an actual bye week. <laughs> we yeah. used to actually have a week off. Well, because we only had games on Saturday, Sunday, so yeah. we said, okay, no, screw well, it. We had like one night a week, but it was like you know, like if it was only Monday and we only have one stadium with nine games, like ah, whatever. Yeah, you're that one team that gets to play on that bye week, you know. But now, I do have a question for you guys. Yeah. Is there a mm-hmm. FPF final in recent history that was more boring than the Super Bowl? In FPF history? Yes. There's been a couple. Yes. You remember that game that finished 7-6? Yes. Where the only score was on the last two drives? Yeah. It was a Division E game, I think, or Division 6. Yeah, well, yeah, Division 5 or 6. So the thing is, Division 5 and 6 are, are my favorite divisions to cover, except that every once in a while, you get a stinker. <laughs> like Div 3 and up. There's always points. Even if there's mistakes, even if it's a sloppy game, at least someone's scoring. It's kind of like someone really attractive at a bar will still score. Um, even if he's dumb. Even if he's drunk out of his mind. Or she. she, she or she. she. Gender neutral 2019. Yeah. yeah. Um, although you shouldn't if she's really drunk. <laughs> Ask for consent. Uh, <laughs> there was this... Uh, just to be clear. And then say, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. <laughs> Just to be clear, just ask first. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, uh, <laughs> I <had to laughs> where are we going with this? I are, are we starting from like Division Six and moving down? I to was going to start with uh, Brian Singer and work my way to Bill Cosby, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll don't. I'll defer. Let's just jump around, jump up, around, jump up, jump let's, up. Let's get, get let's get my game, yourself, let's please. get my game out of the way. We're doing all the divisions, by the way. Are, are we not one show? Are we not doing like six to one, and then we just go through? Jump around, jump, jump around. around. Okay, we're just gonna around. force everyone to watch the whole show. So we're really gonna go. Yeah, we're doing very okay. recap heavy show because all the all the uh, all the writers are doing um, the mid season reports. Yes, How all t- the writers. Well, me, you, Marc Andre. <laughs> yes, yes. This week, please. Yes. How fun is that? Well, by I mean, the you way? have two weeks to do it. It's the worst. <laughs> yes. What is fun is players legitimately enjoy it. They it's, love the mid season breakdown. I love writing it 
until I figure until it takes me four hours. That's the, that's the one thing is I enjoy the concept writing the thing. We started it off. You were not the inventor of this. I was absolutely the inventor. GM Kletris was the inventor. Of this. Listen, man, I have my own view of history. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure. I think it was the GM first one who started this was GM Kletris. I started doing it. I remember the first time I did this. Yeah, it was after me. Yeah, go ahead. No, it was before you, sure. and it was uh, the worst article of all times. So I broke the website. So no, that wasn't the first. I had already done it several times before that. Nope, that's yes. the reason I broke the website. So you could almost say Peeth is to GM the way Joey Taylor is to Vinny Guilano. Nice, correct. Um, no, do you guys remember when I wrote the website? Yeah, that wasn't your first time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And it wasn't. It was way after I had no, already I'm been doing sure it for like four seasons. Listen, you guys didn't make me write three divisions. For very long. It wasn't your first ever writing assignment for FPF. I'm pretty sure it was the first season writing for FPF. You used to write French. It's not true. Yes, that was a French division. I was can doing you, can C, you, D, and E. You did little segments on Andrew Dana's article yes. explaining how much you that sucked every count. game. Yeah. And then afterwards, when it's I... It's like I, a personal journey blog. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, when I got a full... My first full season as a writer, I had divisions C, D, and E in the spring. Writing all three divisions, which was like ninety percent of the teams back then, because yes. no one played A and B. It's still ninety percent of the teams, if not if not greater, because <laughs> there's more teams in D and E yeah. than ever before. Imagine writing C D and E now. Yeah, I'm terrible. Do a main season Bro, like, like one hundred twenty-five teams. I have forty-four teams in Division E. Yes, <laughs> Division imagine six. that. And like the thing is, is, like I need to do a lot of work because like so sometimes Division four three, you've already seen the bulk of these guys play. Yeah, in previous seasons, so you can sort of, you know, you kind of know who they are. Here, and like have an expectation. If I'm not to talking to scorekeepers every week, I can't. I can't write my article. If I'm not watching things, if I'm not talking to people, like I can't. I can't write the article. Well, you can't because, like, I'll be completely honest here, which doesn't happen very often. I have never seen chocolate barracudas play. I, I have not. I haven't been to the game. Written about them four times. I haven't. Listen, I'm at a bike every Wednesday. They don't I play. Haven't <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't seen them play. I haven't seen them play yet. Name a player on their team. I don't know the guys on the team. Because I can. Yes. I can. I can. I can. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Pierre Luson. Okay, so I'm not gonna check that. <laughs> so for ne- next year, I got you, bro. For next few weeks, can you make sure it's Pierre? <laughs> Luson was last name. For next few weeks, we're gonna have to, you know, sort of pick that up. Well, so like, so here, let, let example, me bring right? everyone behind the curtain. Uh, we can't possibly be at every game. Um, well. We can't. We literally no, can't. We, can't. Uh, we could have one person at every field. But every we night. do, and they are scorekeepers. Yeah. So what I do, what I do is honestly, I speak a lot to our scorekeepers, and they give me a lot of information. Because here's the the thing. Lucien Pierre, by Luson the way. Lucien Pierre. Oh, sorry, Lucien. Oh, My I didn't know Lucien Pierre though. Yeah. It felt weird when I said it, and that's why. You didn't know him when I put you on the spot. <laughs> so so the thing is, the thing is. Um, like oh, they're playing. They're playing at Abaya next week. Oh, there you go. Um, What's up, chocolate? <laughs> but the thing is, the, the thing is with, uh, like for example, all those morning shows, right? Yep. Sports Center, what, whatnot. Right. Those guys didn't watch the games that finished at midnight to be at their show at five o'clock in the morning. Of course right? not. They have researchers. <laughs> yeah. We run a three-man crew in a shipping container. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, to be fair, though, we have a you large... You can't mow in that three-man? No, he's done. Not this season. We are what's alone a, this season, What's bro. a mow con? Um, that, that said, though, like the scorekeepers are great for that. Honestly, they, they, they're good at... And I always tell them what happened that I can't see on the score sheet. Like, what was a sick catch? Yeah. You know, can you break it down for me? What, what, the, what, what were the, the defense or, running, offense or running? What, what's the turnover? Like, what was the key point in the game where the, the game switched, right? Yeah. Like, the, the, sc- the score was tied or you guys just scored... Got interception at that moment, scored again to go up by two scores, and then you know it was only ten minutes left in the game, and he sort of kept that pace the whole way. What was that defining play that changed the game, which you can see off purely based off stats? And it's initially when I first started my uh, players of the week segment in my articles, it was supposed to be like uh, made for the, the plays that I've seen myself during games. That changed the game around. So, like, the the one play of the week that the player made. Problem is, if you don't see enough games, it doesn't work. 
And well, I used to love that because then, like, I would either see something that was more spectacular and be like, "Simo, what about this?" And you're like, "I don't know." Yeah. Or like, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> "You're you're like you're you're saying the most spectacular thing that happened in the three games I saw versus the twenty that happened is this?" I'm like, "But you don't know that." I do know. I know. All right. Um, Division five A, tip top shape. Wipe. Lost to rolling with my homies. I'm gonna put you on the spot. All show. You're not gonna know which division. It's gonna I'm gonna do the same thing to you because we're gonna go back and forth. That's okay. Um, Zachary Kivarge looked awesome for most of this game. Awesome than his picture or worse? Worse though with the picture because his first picture was amazing. He changed his picture. He did. Eagle put up uh, Zachary Kivarge's picture. You go back in time and change it back. It doesn't That's work that way. <laughs> time travel doesn't work. Hey, no, it's still the same picture. No, it's less mean. Yeah, it's he's not as squinty. He's not as squinty. But he was very squinty. It was great. What a way to describe a picture. Not as squinty. Yeah, yeah. He's our boy, though. Uh, Nick Serrault, Alexis Labonte, obviously doing the bulk of the damage once again. Four touchdowns between them. Um, did we overrate Tip Top Shade coming into the season? Define overrate. Well, everyone thought they'd be one of the favorites. I did not. Why? So the people who did say that, <laughs> did you feel they would be one of the favorites? Or why did you I, think I, they wouldn't be? So Tip Top Shape is always a good team that finds ways to beat either newcomers in their division. So when they're playing Division 5A, they find ways to beat those teams that moved up from Division 6. They find ways to beat those... The, te- the games are supposed to win, but they're never a heavy favorite because when they face teams like Rolling Mahomes, for instance, they tend to lose by a score or two. Mm-hmm. So they're smart at controlling the game. They're a s- difficult team to beat when they have to lead because they know what they're doing. They've been around FF for a very long time. David, the quarterback, knows what he, they, he knows that if he has a lead and scoring quick will not end well for him because mm-hmm. he's been there before. So when you're playing against a team that's not as experienced, you wins by you no know, way, sort of like being gimmicky the way like you'll you'll see in the NFL when you see some experienced coach like Belichick who m- might not necessarily have the upper hand with his players but he's going to find a way to outcoach you anyways this is what I feel tip top shape is so they're going to finish 6-4 and 7-3 and three, which is very strong but they won't beat every contender in this division okay um, in another game in this division GLC taking in a loss to Ravens Ravens finally winning the game that was a great game that was a great was game yesterday Mokon was very upset how come Mokon is on the GLC bandwagon hard that's my team. I said, but I thought Zoo was your team. And then he retracted. You know how he backpedals all the time? Yeah. His Achilles, His Achilles must be hurting. Yeah. So bad. No, but uh, GLC played well, but it just feels like um, Joel Ull, Matsu uh, Fight Jesus' brother, plays quarterback for uh, Ravens, as a cannon of an arm. And the safeties for GLC could simply not get there on time. Mm-hmm. So he would send guys on corners, and the ball would not float at all. And the safety would just be lagging behind a little bit. Yeah. So you're expecting a Division 5 caliber quarterback to play against you. The balls are not coming in as hot. And they got they made a few mistakes here and there that cost them the game. I'm a bit shocked considering G- GLC had the lead 26-20. Yeah. Uh, so this score is very odd. No, exactly. It. Ravens had the lead 26-20. Okay. GLC just scored. GLC scores 26-20. Uh Ravens had the ball with not a lot of time left on the clock. Mm-hmm. And all they had to do is, as long as there's not a, fil- a first down, they punt it to us. We get a chance to score and win. Yeah, uh, They stopped the first down. For on fourth down, they punted from their own 10, which puts Chelsea back at their own 10 with, I think, four plays, and they were just not able to drive the field properly. They had two incompletes on the first Wouldn't down. Wouldn't they put them at half field? No, because you're uh, up. The 10 and up. Is Until you're at half field, you punt at half field, though. No. As if you're within your own 10, you punt at half field. So if you're at your 10, you punt to their 10. The punt, punting is dumb. I never, I never punt. I don't know Anyways, if they got the ball back. <laughs> not enough plays. And they, they try to go big early, and it just didn't work out. But then what was the punt adjustment last season? There's no... Eagle, what's the punt rule? The punt rule is if you are past midfield and you punt, your opponent gets the ball at the 1. Ah, there we go. That's the adjustment. Okay. Okay. If you're within 10 yards of your end zone and you ever. punt, yeah. your opponent gets the ball at midfield. Yeah. I, I've already I've already told the members of the rules committee they should re- be replaced by chimps. Agreed. I've already told everybody that says that that all they had to do was be there, but they they said my podcast that doesn't give me any money was more important. Yeah. Which, by the way, sponsors. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of sponsors. <laughs> um, Another game that happened. No, but wait. Uh, I will say, though, the Ravens have lost a lot of it this way. 
uh, where they were like late losing late in games, like three plays left, like that kind of that kind of loss. It's good to see them lose this way. For me, what was great to see them win this way, brother. Uh, I was surprised to see Hyman Long throw three interceptions. He almost never does that. It's it's the way Ravens plays defense. It's not so much the way Hyman Long plays. He played well. He made a few mistakes, like he wasn't flawless, but Ravens were jumping everything, and it's something in Division Five that quarterbacks struggle against. It's a bunch of guys that play in higher divisions, Ravens, right? Like it's yeah. the guys from the Alpha T's that play together. It's a bunch of friends. They know what they're doing, and they have this tendency to be very, very aggressive, and they're shooting from other positions that the quarterback thinks, oh, this guy's open, and then he, somebody just comes in in front of him and just runs with the ball. They also had a few plays that went their way, like a tip ball that sort of ended in defender's play, in defender's hand. There was uh, so it it was a little bit of it went both ways. Both quarterbacks threw interceptions, but they they weren't like thrown at defenders. It was defenders making good plays or mm. a tip ball that turns into an interception. Game that caught my attention. We were speaking of chocolate barracudas earlier. They played. They lost to McDo. Yeah, my boy, thirty nine to seven. McDo, man, very good. How many quarterbacks can McDo have? <laughs> Yet doesn't matter. It's in Calzada is a phenomenal receiver. Yes. So fast. And McDowell completed seven passes total. It's Honestly, it's their defense. Their defense keeps them in games, uh, puts them in good field position. Um, Chuck Barcuda's offense has been sputtering. Like, if you think uh, McDowell has trouble at the quarterback position, um, Chuck Barcuda is worse. I wouldn't say struggle at the quarterback position because they're winning. That, that's not why, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, if you want to be entirely results oriented, because um, what's going to happen is if they don't solve this, they're going to be bumped up into Division Six and play yeah. potentially stronger teams, right? Yeah, th- this is not a long term solution. No, it's it's fun to watch that three guys threw passes, two guys at these two of these three quarterbacks ran for like twenty five yards every single time. But at the end of the day, there's a reason every team only has one quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. The thing to say in college football is uh, if you have uh, more than one quarterback, you actually have none. Unless, you know, you're Bama. Yeah. Well, again, they actually only have one. Because two is the only one that matters. Because <laughs> you had a guy... I'm sorry. You want to talk about your game? Uh, it's going to be either a game or unofficial game of the week. Lance Daniel filmed it. Was it. Film? it was filmed? Yeah. Oh, I told him not to. Right. Because you assumed to be terrible? You were correct. No, no. It's cause we did, they were, because of the games that were on the field. So, oh, don't film peace. Yeah, you, makes sense. But yeah, uh, it anyway. It's not. It's not enjoyable to watch peas. Um, oh, it had nothing to do with that. I just felt like there was other games. Well, to be honest, it's it, within that division. Speaking of the teams, it was a great game. It's a, it's it, it's it's the it's two of the better teams in yep. the division. Hundred percent. And and the game itself was fun in that. I just don't like watching you and giving. Yeah, it's awful. That's the only reason why I didn't want to do film. It's a good. And game. You, you're gonna I get to see me throw forty-one passes. But I just don't like to see peas on film. So <laughs> I said film something. Else. I was gonna say I looked at the box. Keep playing your I'm one like, note, Simon. See how far that gets you. I don't like to be filmed either. I play terrible on film. I don't you care. You play terrible play. all the time, though. <laughs> That's true. So I was looking at this box score, or I was about to click it, and I'm like, how did you lose to Vic in a box? And then I looked at the stat sheet, and Max Bura, five receptions, 71 yards, three TDs, and I'm like, oh, yeah. That makes to sense. be honest, it was Hello, a, Max. a lot of blown coverage, and each time it was Max Bura. It's like, man, like, on the bench, it's like, no, guys. That's what you need. We should <laughs> we should have maybe paid attention to by far the best player. <laughs> on the field, not the team. On the field. Yeah, on the field, period. Um... But yeah, the dude's awesome. Uh, Matt Pizzatoro has some growing to do, but I was very impressed overall. Uh, the issue, is, so he has good physical skills. The problem is he doesn't have a system. He's a one-read quarterback. Yeah, but you see that often in Division Six, though. Like it, it's it's not a knock on him or anything. It's something that he's gonna have to learn as he grows. It's fun because it's successful now and it's working because he's got guys like Max Berry could throw to, and it's it's fun to win. Nobody yeah. wants nobody wants to go zero and ten. So, it's it's fun to see them successful. That doesn't mean they're not necessarily growing at the same time. They could be trying different things every now and then. And when they need a big play, they go to Max Brewer. And uh, while well, Max Brewer is not always on the team, often it's Jordan McInnes. Yeah, it's which is team. also you know. But I think for this team, Max Brewer is a different, like especially in coverage. Like, man, if I can tell you, I've played them twice in my in like my career in FPF, like throwing against them twice, three times technically, but twice with like my, my real mm-hmm. roster, whatever. Um, Will Power has never been open after five yards. 
Like they know he's there. They build a triangle and say, go somewhere else. And Max Beer is the guy at the top of the triangle, basically. Yeah, he's, but he's the one that you want to put on a guy like Will Power. They're essentially the same size of players. Yeah. If you put one next to another, the ball winners, the guys who win balls in the air, and they, I'm they, not throwing it for 50 50. They, pl- they play the same way, and their body shapes are the same, too. Yeah. Which, you know, helps in coverage when the, you're not covering a guy who's a feet taller than you are. Yeah. Since we are talking about PZ's game, we do have uh, some chats coming in from Facebook. So, by the way, guys, if you want to ask questions or comment on anything we're talking about, feel free to add your comments into the Facebook live stream. Um, This one is uh, from someone you know saying, PZ, why are you wearing my shirt? Question mark. Um, If it was your shirt, it would be much larger, Duke. (laughs) (laughs) Ayo. I I thought you were were bigger over there. I don't think I am anymore. Is, is your is your brother? I haven't seen your brother in like a year. I think we're about the same size. So it's, maybe it's just a joke. Dude. Maybe inflated. <laughs> it's just a joke. No, it's not. Nothing's a joke in this life. Hi, hi, Duke. You think it would fit you, Simo? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, maybe like you know, in the nineties, they would tie you tie a final shirt around your waist. <laughs> <laughs> like if Simo wanted to wear a Raven costume, WCW wrestler Raven, yeah, you could do. But it. why? Because he used to do that. I thought we were friends. <laughs> no, I know you're wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong. EZW crushed the Punishers. Yeah. We so is this more on EZW being the better strong five B contender or the Punishers just struggling this season altogether? So like the thing is with a team like Punishers, eventually when you're slow you don't get faster. When you're old you don't get younger. Yes. That. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um it's like they're they're a smart team. Um, yes, they're a smart team who needs uh, who need to be able to play flawless football to win games because when teams uh, go toe to toe and really try to put up points on them, they're gonna have trouble keeping up. Yeah, but the big thing here is that it, it, the offense revolves around two guys that yes are very very good players, but if you give him twelve targets per game each, at some point people are gonna pick up. Yeah. Um, that's it, but that's that's been the issue with all of that family. Think pension plan family teams is that eventually you know Anthony Cija, you know uh, Junior Spira, you know the they're two of the best guys in the field. You know they're gonna get the ball, oh, yeah. but you need to build a system around using them to get other guys the ball. So I'm not surprised by ZW. I'm I'm impressed actually. Jeremy White's growth at quarterback and his ability to use all of his weapons to me has been. Uh, amazing. If you read Corey Wolowski's article a couple of weeks ago, he said, I know you didn't, but I actually do my job. Um, I did, but he, go on. He, uh, he talked about in his interview with, with Jeremy White, and uh, and he said, there's always someone who rises to the occasion in, in a game. And this time, it's Samuel Emilio Pelcha, it's Yann Laurence Gervais. And we see, like, in the past, he would rely only on Charles Olivier Living, but by his standards, that's quite a day, three for 35 and a touchdown, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. So, like, they're so good that if you take a guy away, it doesn't matter. He's still going to put up numbers on you. It, it's also one thing I've noticed with ECW is you remember, well, you, you should probably remember because you were here. We took a bet on who's the next guy that's going to make a, like, who's going to have the most we yards with ECW, <laughs> and we were all wrong. None of us got because it. Because every single week, someone else steps up and makes plays, and they, they found a way to distribute the ball to everybody and sort of like find a hot hand today. Yeah. And it's it's been what works for ECW really well. Speakeasy won a game. Speakeasy, yes. That's nice. I'm happy to see that. Um, hopefully, they weren't using the run pass option. <laughs> But if they were, this is the one game they could have If they won. were, I'm kind of sad that it worked. If they were not, maybe they should, they should w- stop. Why was uh, Thundercats unable to put more up on the board? Thundercats' offense is struggling to begin with. The Speakeasy is not a bad defense, though. They, they, it's not their first season in FBF altogether. They're learning. They're taking away the very successful plays that people run. So the Speakeasy likes to take away the deep throws and... They they like to take away the easy passes. So mm. you're not gonna run hooks on us, you're not gonna run shoot it over our heads and beat us with crossing patterns and complicated things that you have to read. Right? Get to your second, third read before you actually find an open receiver. And they by being aggressive and taking away the first reads, a lot of quarterbacks struggle and that's what we saw with Thundercats is their offense struggles a little bit. In this case, if you only put up six points Two people are doing something wrong. Yeah. Right? The, the offense is doing something. The defense is doing something right. The offense is doing. So who's the other one doing something wrong? You said two people are doing something wrong. Uh, nope. I need an answer. <laughs> you can't change it. Quarterback and receivers. There we go. There we go. You're, you're all right, snapper. You did your job. Right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but we don't know that. Um, 
Um, when are we going to get more stats? Soon. All right. The game, uh, the game that caught my eye this okay. week. Drunkard Dogs beat the studs. And here, here's the surprising part. Jason Rossi, quarterback for Junker Dogs. Division, please. Three, sorry. Jason Rossi threw for 120. It was your idea to jump around, yeah, Eagle. It's fine. I'm just like, what game is this? J- Jason Rossi, 127 yards passing. Sam Caron, 246 and 45. Mm-hmm. So next, so he basically threw for twice the amount of yardage Junker Dogs did. Lost by two points. Yeah. That's not entirely surprising based on how the two offenses run. The um, defense, like it's more like they they studs they studs drove the field over and over again, always from their time, maybe at a stop in the red zone. Well, we're stopped in the red zone, whereas Junker Dogs must have had the ball well, short Ro- field. Royce Margin got an interception. That's the turning point of the game. Yeah, there's one pick. Yeah, and but they won by two. Correct. Right. So. Yeah, so looking at this, I mean, uh, if Caron has six TDs, one INT, that means they had seven possessions, mm-hmm. uh, which... only scored six times. Exactly. So there could be a turnover on downs or something like that. It doesn't mean it was a flawless game. But yeah. Converts was the main team. <laughs> You're up 26-24 at halftime, Junker Dogs, and both teams scored 13 in the second half, and they won See, the where this doesn't surprise me is, again, so Sammy Caron is uh, absolute stud. Yes. Um... I mean, the hair could be better, but... Um, the hair? Yeah, stop with the man bun guy. Five years too late. Um, but the thing is, with um, when it comes to uh, Junkyard Dogs and, and, and uh, Jason Ross and the way he plays, he's very effective in the red zone. And that's like... I, I laugh at guys a lot when they say FPF experience. This is the kind of circumstance yes. where FPF experience actually makes a difference because Sam Catlin is still adjusting. It's not the same kind of size of red zones he's used to. You know, and, and Jason Rossi can play a game where on six touchdowns to get five converts. And, it, like, we've seen it. It's happened to us. He's yeah, beaten us that way. Yeah, but it, <laughs> that's, that's also one of the main things. And if, as you move up, converts are very, very important. If you – it's good to score, but most offenses will score five, six, seven touchdowns per game at all times. You're going to lose games because you were not successful on converts. So this is a typical situation where we kept up with them. We scored – you know, they scored six times. We scored six times. Mm-hmm. But we lost because they held the lead the whole game. Yeah. Um, Brotherhood took on uh, KJP. You and I were both there for that mm-hmm. game. Um, Lonnie So my question is, how much in luxury tax are the Brotherhood paying? I mean, all of them. Like every tax. Because I don't understand how Theologia, Khalil Kurt, Jamal Gittins, uh, Crazy Gordon Mall fit in Division 3. So what is Lonnie, like a 51 quarterback? Honestly, me neither. They are that team that no matter how many models we run to try and figure out the ratings, they always fit, and I don't get it. Like, like I get it. I get they fit with you as as a quarterback. Fine. A lot of their main, a lot of their, their best players are are offensive players uh, who are just excel at defense because they're great athletes. So fine. Theo is the big hit on defense. I get it. I get it. I get it. How does this offense fit? It's there's something there. Like. It, Every year, these guys, like, f- first of all, if you actually look at each and everybody, like, we all know these guys. We all know Khalil Kurt, Kwesi Gornemals, Jamalkins. All very, very good. They've, they've won caliber players, but they never put up monster numbers season after season. They don't finish with 20 touchdowns and 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? but it's because between them, they split everything, right? Yes. Every week, there's you a know different what? guy you, that goes I just up. figured it out. That's exactly why. Yeah. Every because week, no one's dominant, so no one spikes. Yeah. Like, this week, Jamalkins... Four catches. The screwing us. The Majid are geniuses. <laughs> 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 Unless we put in a multiplayer that has if four players return under within effective offense. Because we actually do have that for like team defense. wins and the whole thing. Defense too, we have that for team. Like we have that for offense now too. But yeah, like now that I think about it, when we kind of look at them and oh, okay, this offensive drive you're going to be on and oh, you're off and everything. It's like, oh, the chemistry you can't really build. But now I get it. But to me, it's not. When, looking at this team and having played them every season and it's super annoying. The problem is not their offense. And losing? Yes, I lose. It's a reality <laughs> check that I'm not good at football every season. Mm-hmm. The, it's Their offense isn't the issue. So I would agree, but now when you have Theo J as a receiver and Corey Johnson throwing. Oh, the offense is still very efficient, but that never pro- paused me a problem. I don't mind playing the Brotherhood if they're going to put up 50 points on us. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it just it's just the fact that I scored 12 that annoys me because it's super difficult to play against. Yeah, like, I just feel like I'm mismatched every time, and it's not a matter of 
Oh, they put up 50. I'm happy for them. I like to see them put up eight touchdowns. Well, Phil I just Cutler, don't like to not do anything. Just to put it in perspective, by the way, uh, they're at the the cap for Division Three is 480. They're at 478.5 and 477.4 so they with Theo <laughs> as receiver. Yeah. That sounds about right. I mean, uh, <laughs> they must have counted this like 17 times before making the team anyways. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people in Division Three are going to feel the way I feel every time they play them. It's just, it's, it's. But so like, Brother only has one championship together, right? Yes. So, I mean, like, in in their defense, I know I like to, to bust their chops no, and whatever, overpower them, whatever. I feel like they fit the division. I have no issues against playing, seeing brothers in Division 3 this season. They're you just have an issue seeing them on the field with you. No, I just have an issue seeing them on my schedule. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be a week where I score two touchdowns and it's super annoying. But aside from that, listen, in the division two touchdowns because you paid for them? Yeah, well, sometimes they, they make mistakes or they fall or they stop caring because they're up by 30. Because... <laughs> <laughs> But they, they have a knack for making fun of me, which is a bit annoying. Yeah, I, I can't imagine anyone making fun of you. Mm-hmm. The crew beat Blue Chips. Hey, that's that's uh, huge. The cr- Blue Chips were up by two scores. Really? I didn't yeah, know that. Blue Chips were up by two scores, and the crew sort of same thing. Oh, at the half, yeah. Last week, uh, week four, lightweight, we were up by two scores against the crew, 24-12, and they won 30-24. to This week, similar thing. The other team was up by two scores, and it sort of rallied and got a few stops, and... Blue chips lost. I do have a report on this game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there is an incident involving just ask you. Edouard Valmay and uh, one of the referees. So it's currently being reviewed by the disciplinary committee and actions will be handed down within 24 hours. You, we also got a, an, another update just now. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, we did, yeah. Can we talk about it? Breaking news. Breaking news. AJ Gomes suspended one week. Oh, yeah? yeah. Why? We're reaching three OC penalties in oh. the season. So right. standard. That's very standard. Okay, I'm I didn't. Not, I didn't know why. Thank you, Eagle. Yeah. I'm not super shocked. I was just thinking. Oh, okay. I thought he did something, you know, out of the ordinary. So, but like you he did so something three times. No, I know. <laughs> but like, what I'm saying it was like one one event that in, was out in, of in Valme's case. It was one incident, which is being reviewed. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't like one incident. You got a few OCs. I yes, okay. Um. So what is it that the crew does so well? Points. Dur- okay. <laughs> And their ability to score. No, okay, so as football players, they're very good. They're all good individual football players. They run nice routes. Their play calling is much better than most new FPF teams would well, But they run. played in Terrebonne. Yes. So they, they're they a good team. They Their play calling still struggles a bit because of the size of the field. Like you feel the quarterback's not used to the tiny end zones. So when we played them, there was a lot of balls that were thrown out of the end zone that would be caught on the regular football field. Yeah. Um, so things like that, but overall, they're running smart plays. Their their the their chemistry's there. They play together all the time. They're good player as a whole. Their defense <coughs> needs a little bit of work, but they adjust really well. Like the first, the first two drives that we had, it felt like I was playing against nobody. Mm-hmm. We had five. We had we were five. We were missing two guys, and we scored. And it, right, they they were just chilling, and then they sort of adjusted to okay. So this is what he's doing. Let's take these things away and see if it could, you know, beat us with something else. And that's something that's going to work for you in Division Three, Four, Five, Six. is if you're able to take away the one or two things that a quarterback loves to do and looks for consistently, not a lot of quarterbacks are going to be able to go deeper into their playbook and find new things that work within the same game. Mm-hmm. Right? By the time you, you're able to find something else, you've lost a driver too, yeah. which is more than enough for, for them to catch up and get back in the game. That's fair. That's fair. I, honestly, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what they can look like in a couple of seasons because um, well, I like them a lot. Even this season, they're nice guys. They they enjoy FPF a lot, and they're good football players. That every like every time somebody made a catch, everyone was like, "Oh, this guy's good. Oh, this guy's also good." Pretty much everybody on this team is good. Like yeah. it's not just a one man show, right? Every week there's going to be someone else that steps up and makes plays for them. For sure. And uh, in STL's case. They got that kind of performance uh, from uh, a Hall of Fame caliber performance. On some can Hall say. of Famer plays from, from uh, a potential Hall. future Hall of Famer Justin Blanchard. We know he's not. Uh, he didn't make the Hall of Fame. Yep. Uh, we know he wasn't in the top well, not ten. Not this season. Not this season. Correct. Well, maybe on the media. Maybe in the media. True. Actually, we're, we're going to be recording those announcements tonight, and they're going to be released. Um, so you can try to ask us who the Hall of Famers are in advance. We will not tell you. True story, Mike Adana won't talk to me anymore because I won't tell him. Yesterday, yesterday I was try- uh, a lot of people tried to blackmail me. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't know, ask Eagle. That was my go-to. 
So I actually have a contest going on the Facebook group. So if you uh, accurately guess all top five candidates in the correct order, I will give you a $25 Amazon gift card. I'm have until Friday at noon, this Friday. How uh, much? Is it? $25. $25. Uh, <laughs> Don't make fun of his lisp. <laughs> 25 bucks. <laughs> you do it you every day. It. 25 Not bucks if you can guess it. Put your comments on the thread. So yeah. far, no one's got it. Spoilers. Well, to be fair, it's well, very don't difficult. Don't say that because then people know that yeah, those that lists aren't accurate. That's true. Don't give more information. Stop. What, Stop what talking. Ha- Stop what talking. happens if more Shut than one list. people gets it? Well, uh, the, the first person. person. He says it. Okay. Oh, sorry. Pay I attention. Paying attention. I uh, read. So I just said 25, 25, 25. So Justin Blanchard, three touchdowns. Why? Well, Blanchard talked about him because he loves when we talk about him. Final MVP. Uh, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Jamie Ogia, two touchdowns in this game. Uh, Dylan Taylor looked great. But you know what? This game, 35-18 against Prosper Squad, is closer than it seems. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I still feel like he deserved that OC for what he said with Dylan. You were there. Oh, he told you to shut up? Yeah. yeah. No, awesome. he told me to fuck off. <laughs> and I said, I'm the third referee. And he said, I know. And then I didn't get anything. I didn't get my dues because I didn't have my fights. I liked uh, in the other game, in the Brotherhood game, we just talked about, a guy was getting his shorts pulled off. <laughs> and then I just, like, guys were getting ready to fight. And I just yelled out, that's not a hold. And it immediately diffused the and situation. And around saying, well, he did pence him. Yeah. <laughs> that, was um, that was pretty good. But yeah, so you, you guys remember that game that a guy was ripped right out of his jersey? Yeah, it was Kevin Gautier, Diesel. Has oh, that yeah. happened for shorts yet? No way. No. But they ripped like right no, off no, the guy? No, Jamal Gins yesterday was actually pants. Like, Phil Cutler tried to tackle him, didn't let go. And at some point, he actually just pulled. The shorts were at his ankles. <laughs> Like to keep running. <laughs> yeah, Joel was trying to go. And at some point, he just stops. Like, okay, this is a joke. <laughs> so, Good um, thing it was wearing tights. STL and Prospect Squad, uh, getting back to that game, it's actually closer than the score would make, yes. make, make it so appear. Mary Pereka, good decision to add him, although he doesn't fit yet with what they do. It's it's not so much that it doesn't fit, is that there's a lot of guys he's never played with before. Chemistry's That's not there. That's essentially what I was saying. There's And right. there's guys on that Thank team you for rephrasing the thing. that don't necessarily listen to him properly. Yeah, I, I know the feeling. <laughs> so, it's a little bit of everything. I think it's a little bit of it could be the perfect fit for this team, but it's going to take a little bit more time. They're also in a, in a particular situation where they're not necessarily winning all their games, and it's frustrating. So it's you, you, guys trying to make a play, but it's not what you need at the moment, stuff like that. Does anyone throw a nicer ball than Maripareka? Hard-pressed, eh? It's just beautiful. I I mean, like there's there's a few like I could think of. like Dan Zara's ball is pretty good. I mean, it was almost left off the Hall of Fame. Once, so maybe not. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm saying there's only like a handful I can think of. Because even Kevin White, Kevin White throws like an angry ball, I feel like. Uh, whereas like Meru Pereka, just, it looks graceful. Oh, yeah, it comes out smooth. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Any quarterbacks that also throw a good ball that fit in Division Three because the freshmen are looking for a new quarterback. So yeah. if you know anybody... Uh, Alex Hollock doesn't fit in there. No. no. I asked someone trying, but he declined. Oh. Yeah, you guys got to check in with Samuel I asked Thompson for, I O'Reilly. I asked a few guys, but they... They're looking for someone. So if you want to test yourself in Div 3, now's your chance. Test yourself. Or if you're currently... No, play, if you're currently <laughs> playing in Division 4 and are good, good, then Division 3 could be a nice attempt this season. Yeah. Right, um, like it, I mean, it's not impossible. What about the algorithm master uh, chief? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I know, but he always he used to always he used to always offer every time a team was looking. Yeah, yeah, but he's, then he's the guy we call when we have no one to call. But then, but then he played and he realized. <laughs> yeah, and then he's not actually he's that like, good. Man, FBF is not what I remember at all. No. So speak. So STL prospect squad. The reason why the game was closer than the final thirty-five to eighteen scoreline. Is at halftime, it was 12 6. Mm-hmm. 12 for STL, 6 for Prospect Squad. Prospect Squad is actually driving with the ball. Uh, got into the red zone, but they couldn't score right before the half. So instead of being tied or potentially up with the comfort at half, they ended up 12 6 at halftime. Uh, STL started with the ball in the second half, scored right away. Then Prospect Squad threw a, like, two interceptions, and that was pretty much it. Uh, Braves 2.0, they beat Nighthawks. Yeah. Not shocked 54 that. 25, that's what we thought was going to happen. Anything to take away at all? Listen, Nighthawks is going to have games like these where their offense is good. They're going to put up points. Their defense is not a 
top caliber defense in Division Two, mm-hmm. and when they face very strong offenses like Braves to Bueno, they're gonna forfeit a lot of points. Yeah, it's as simple as that. It's the, it's it's a team of guys that want to play Division Two. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a good quarterback. Their defense is not up there with the rest of the division. Uh, Keyport Lock, fun boys. Keyport Lock won 1918. This is the game you were there for. Yes, great game. Uh, Keyport Describe Lock. the ending. So Keyport Lock scores uh, the game. Uh, fun boys scored late to go up by a point, 13-12. Uh, is that? No, that can't be right. No, they they, they <laughs> scored late. They they were up. They were up 13-12 after the pick six, which was early in the second half. Nope, that still can't, can't be happen. right. That was in the first half. No, nope. they have 18 so points. 18, they so can physically not have 13. Unless they scored five. So a field goal. Oh, right, 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 right. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So they were up Anyways. 18 to 12 or 6 or whatever. Or 13. Anyway, so whatever. it's 18 13. Yeah, that makes sense. Keeper Lock gets the ball, mm-hmm. drives the field, scores. 19 18. They go for two, which I never understood why. This is why. <laughs> no, no, they they they're up by one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Play the convert, which first of all, don't play the convert. Yeah. Because there's nothing to win here. Goes for unless two. You want to kill some clock? No, unless you want to. No, there's like five, four plays left. Yeah, then you're useless. Yeah. They go for two, and he gets intercepted. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but like he got tackled as as soon as he got picked off, and then the the best part of the, about this is. The rusher was complaining to the referee that it was a sack. It's like, but why? You want it to be an interception because your play here is the pick six, not the sack. Anyways, so does that happen? So Uh, they made the only decision that could lose them the game. Yeah. On that play. I I would have loved. After Keeper Lock made the only decision that could lose them the game. (laughs) No, no, that's what I'm saying. Is is, is the Keeper Lock made the only possible decision on that play? Well, no, there was four plays left. I get it. They they almost succeeded. Within the four plays, they can't do anything on offense. To no. further it's, secure it, the win, right? In yeah. fact, had they scored the two points, it's game over immediately. Yeah, yeah. So, and Jeff Rosenblatt's decision is to throw in front of the end zone to the cone, where if someone else catches him, Jeff <laughs> is not catching no, him. Yeah. It's a bold and, strategy, yeah. Cotton. <laughs> Anyways, doesn't matter. That's the P special. Defenses love me for that. It was so good. So the fun boys get the ball back for four plays. They got... Uh, they, they they draw they drove the field a little bit, but the two incompletes killed the drive, and then they had one shot from late midfield, and they couldn't score. No, sorry, that's not even true. On the last play of the half, the last play of the game, they had one shot from midfield, and a bad snap happened, and he couldn't even throw the ball. Yeah, that's what happened. Which that's is fair. a shitty way to end the game for both teams because it, it you just it's like you never played the play. Uh, anything else from the four A that you saw? The four A. Well, I mean, my article is gonna come out so. You know. That was the worst hype. But you're doing you're doing mid-season, <laughs> you're doing mid-season break anyway. But even just yeah, the yeah, way, well, uh, you know, yeah. my uh, my article is coming out. So right. uh, all writers are going to do that. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. No the energy. Good, the good ones that are appreciated by our, our public. What's a good writer? <laughs> Never heard of him before. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm stop. not surprised. Let's stop messing around. <laughs> jo- Jägerbaum played Alpha Stars. Okay. I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak. I'm going to write about this Show Me TDs is under the West game okay. in my article, so I don't really want to recap it here. You didn't have to say that. You could just go into your recap. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Stars won by a single point against Jägerbaum. What surprises me is 29 28 scoreline with only like four touchdowns on both sides. Mm-hmm. These guys are good at conference. Yeah. Like, these guys are really good at conference. Yes, very, very much so. Some teams may want to pay attention to this. Honestly, I love Jordan Present. He's one of the better quarterbacks that teams don't don't entirely know. Um, he's still fairly new in FPF. He hasn't played a ton, um, but he fits with this group with Andrew Langbert and uh, Kevin St. Pierre. And this is what I like Gandhi. about Stars is the as much as they could have that one guy that really stands out, they don't run an offense that way. Yeah, everybody's gonna get his chance. Everybody gets involved on different sides on different things, and everybody gets to run all kinds of patterns. So they don't have a guy who runs hooks every single play, mm-hmm. and it's it's fun to see that their offense every play revolves around something new and something creative, and it's efficient. And they're they're amazing at red zone. That's true. Five That's true. they are five sco- five points off four touchdowns is very good. Yeah. It's uh, it's honestly it's, it's really impressive to yep. see. Um, Do we know if this game was uh like twenty eight twenty seven? They went for two for the win or something or? N- no, maybe <laughs> it was fourteen fourteen and a half. 
So there's a solid chance it was 28-27 and Alpha Stars went for two. It's a very... It's the right thing to do, by the way. Never play for the tie. Why would... Unless the tie happens naturally. Yeah, but like it's because it's not it's not that much easier to go for two than go for no, one. No, but what I'm saying is if like if if the game is twenty four uh, twenty four. Hence, hence, I'm talking yeah. about playing for the tie. So it's a yeah, different yeah. Thing. if it's last play of the game, do not at any time unless yeah. it's playoffs. Um, Braves beat Monsters four nine fourteen. Yeah, the scoreline surprises me. Those no. That's Rod, no rush man should. Yeah, so Matt Renee quarterback, but you know what, Matt Renee is a confident quarterback. I was told they're gonna have like a superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the superstar could not make the game. Who's the superstar? I don't know. They said a guy never played FFF before. All right, so that doesn't help. So also, there's no guarantee that he would have been good. That's what I said. But then, anyways, uh, Matt Gunny played. Listen, uh, so that's uh, unofficial game of the week. Okay, nice. The the so we're gonna see it on film. Uh, so we're not seeing peas. I don't know. He was filming that game. He was there. I he was also filming my game. But he, he filmed a few for multiple official unofficial games of the week. Well, whatever. We'll see what happens. Uh, Stay tuned. Ah, listen, I, I trust Lance to come out with a lot of content. He always gives us a lot of stuff. So, In this case, uh, he's like, Lance asked me, should I film this game because Rod Mastrup's not here? I said, well, Matt's going to need a good Division Two quarterback. He should be fine. Yeah. Like, Adam Ott, he's not Rod, but he should be fine. So uh, the f- tr- Braves started with the ball, three plays scored. Mm. Okay, whatever. Munstar is at the ball, one play, 40 bomb. All right, so we got to got something. Six six. This is going to be that this, was the this last is time. <laughs> it was close. Forty one six at halftime. Yeah, that's terrible. Forty one points and a half. That's brutal. Yeah, and then Braves just sort of took their feet off the the gas pedal in the second half. They didn't want to score you two points. It didn't matter. No, they were like, yeah, whatever. Well, also the game sort of got away from them because Monstars held the ball forever. The, my favorite part of the game was uh, both Iridi Braves were on the bench. Like on the other side of the field, far away, mm-hmm. and then the play was happening on you know like the opposite side of the field and into the end zone, where a receiver caught the ball was running towards the end zone. They're down like forty nine to six at some point or something like that, and they so to describe the Rudy's words, we're down like two hundred points. Who cares? <laughs> and there's like flag guarding like at the one, <laughs> so <laughs> so the referee Jack called the flag guarding, which is the right thing to do. And they were really, Jad really lost it. He was on the bench like, come on, give it to us. Who cares? We're down by 200 <laughs> points. Come on. And I was laughing. I was like, e- it's it's true. Like, who cares at this point? <laughs> just end the game. Just, just love the score. It, <laughs> it doesn't the matter. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But it was funny because he, he wouldn't, like, if it was actually, if it actually mattered, he wouldn't have said anything because it was irrelevant and everybody on the field knew, that, okay, yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. He said something, which made me laugh. But a lot of people were, like, offended by what he said. Why? I don't, Who ca- I don't understand how people get offended in a fear. I mean, he was wearing stripes and threw the flag. That makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> Come on, Jack. <laughs> drink more or drink less, but you need to drink the right amount. The, 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 the funniest part is he, Jack looked offended. I said, Jack, it's clearly a joke. <laughs> um, Eagle, I think that brings us to... Game! Wait, wait, wait. No, wait no, this would be a disaster, idea. by the way. Because it's all divisions. Oh, wow. Oh, dear God. Games of the week. Halloween edition. Is this Eagle's attempt at being creative? Yeah. That, that's that's the multi-million dollar imaging right there. Stick to computers. He oh, did, I though. Do. That's, he, that, he did that on a computer. No, it was his background sound. Wasn't that his brother making toilets? That no. would have been so much better. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> I don't understand anything. <laughs> Stick to computers, Eagle. He did that on the computer. Stop. What? Do you know what a computer is? What's a computer? Yeah. Are we doing every single game in every no. single division? No. no. Pick okay. three. Every, in every game division. in every division? Eagle, there's I'm like, gonna two, fall asleep. There's like 100 games? So there's, um, by the way, there's a post on the Facebook wall for voting for the game of the week. It's a scattered display of games, so okay. pick your best one. One of those games from Division 6D is Brewers versus Potatoes. Honestly, uh, I have to write a recap, but uh, Brewers have been a lot better than expected. Jeff Lefebvre has been making plays. Potatoes, a uh, little disappointing so far this season. I'm going with my boy, Jeff Lefebvre. I think uh, he's been running, uh, he's been playing well the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Brewers. All right. The next game is going to be B-Ballers versus Los Siete Amigos. That's that's the game. That should be the game of the week. Um it's the two top teams in Division 60 going out of B-Ballers. Of course, with with fame from outside of uh, FPF, Johnny Casati, great quarterback. 
Uh, Los Siete Amigos growing fast from springtime. Uh, give me, I think I'm going to go with Los Siete Amigos in this one. I think that the more traditional FPF style is going to be the high flashy 40 bomb-ish style in this 40 game. 40 bomb-ish. 40 bomb-ish in this game. All right, uh, we're gonna go with Lionheart versus Macdo. Macdo, I, I like. I just, there's nothing even to pick. Yes, Macdo, let's go. I mean, Lionheart, reach out to us, bro. So <laughs> we want to help you. So on one hand, I feel like Macdo is a new junkie because Why? the bandwagon is strong. Because you, because you eat Macdo after junkies. After yeah. No, I uh, no. After I really, rolling I with I really your homies. Season, man. I don't <laughs> And last one from 60, Lamas Pajamas versus them Chocolate Barracudas. Chocolate Barracudas, team, you're going to finally get to see. Yes! Uh, Luzon Pierre and his boys, the offense has been struggling. Yeah, the offense has been struggling. Lamas Pajamas should be winning this one. All right. In Division 6, we got Hurricane Season versus D2, the Mighty Ducks. D2, the Mighty Ducks. Matt Damon is continuing on a tear, and they're going up against a team I forgot about. What Hur- team? Hurricane Season. Hurricane Season. Hurricane Season, the hardest uh, schedule in Division 6. Hurricane Season is a good team. I like them. I just think that the Mighty Ducks are better. They're going to be, for their division, the best team to win two games right. in like FPF history. We yeah. have Average Joes versus 7th Rounders. Seventh Rounders, man. better than we thought. Average Joes uh, looking good, but they did take a big loss to um, D2 last week. Yeah, give me the Joes, man. I like right. Joes here. Uh, Channel 4 News Team versus TBA. Channel 4 News Team has lost a lot of really close games. TBA uh, seems to be a little bit of a mess. Channel 4 News Team will not keep this one close. I disagree. But see who I think. In which and way? Are I'm they winning or losing? Winning by more than two scores. Okay, because that wasn't clear. It wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And Sharknado versus Dog Pound. Uh, Sharknado is better than they first appeared, but Dog Pound's quarterback, uh, Shane Feinberg, uh, has played better games, and I expect him to start turning it around. Dog Pound is a good team that will have a very good second half of the season. Give me Dog Pound. All right. Uh, in Division 5B, we're going to go with Tropic Thunder versus Thundercats. Battle of the Thunder. Uh, Welcome to the Thunderdome. Give me Tropic Thunder? Yes. Question mark? Yes. Question mark? All right, uh, we're going to go with uh, uh, animal-themed game. Les Carcajou versus Les Gros Coq. Uh, you got to go with a big cock. <laughs> <laughs> Analysis. How is this an animal game? But yes. Les What's gros a Carcajou? First of all, Les Gros Coq is the kind What's of... What's a Carcajou? Yes, I know. I'm just What's saying. What's a Gros Coq? <laughs> what? Yes, okay. <laughs> Les Gros Coq, first of all, it's, the best, it's one of the best names in FPF. If we would have had that name, it would have been... Banned instantly. I still remember that one team we tried to get in. Yeah, GFT. GFT. G40. GFT, that's what I said. I wanted to put a four because it's better. Go for it. (laughs) Uh, Threat level midnight versus Sturdam. Sturdam is a good team that just isn't playing that well, so give me uh, them to lose this game. You you went far for that. You really reached. Give me Sturdam, though. I think Sturdam needs to turn it around at some point, and this is it. All right, and last game, uh, both coming not off the bye week with wins. Um, Le Speak Easy versus Easy W. Easy W is going to destroy that read option offense. <laughs> Give me Jeremy White and his boys. I feel like, as much as I like the Speak Easy's defense, this is a very t- difficult offense to slow down, and I don't see the Speak Easy's offense being able to put a 40. Just hold. Just hold? Yeah. Like a, like a receptionist? Yeah. I'm so ashamed right now. <laughs> They're dad jokes. Me and P's get them. Um, None of you are dads. <laughs> but he's like my child. <laughs> 5A. <laughs> Let's go with Tents and Hammocks versus Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, Tents and Hammocks pose a specifically difficult challenge for Buffalo Wild Wings. They're quick and uh, get into space very well. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings will not be able to play man, so therefore they're going to lose this game. Everything Peace said. All right. Time's uh, touched by an Angeletti versus Palpatine. I don't know what's going on with Palpatine. We know what's going on with Palpatine. Quarterback missed a few games and he's out of rhythm. Yeah. Does he get rhythm? No, not, not against this team. Uh, Palpatine it could have been a contender, but missing games, getting out of rhythm, they're gonna by the time they get back into it and they're able to be as competitive also on the as they should on be. the injury report, Louis Beijing. 
Is he on the injury report now? Yeah. Uh, Is he actually injured? Emotional distress. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I fucking knew it too. Shots fired. No, I think Papatine. I was gonna let it go, but then you uh, you pressed me, so I had to say something. No, Papatine uh, won't have an offense as successful as what we remembered. Give me Palpatine. I think this is where they turn around. Does it make sense to have like the Star Wars laser sounds against a team called Palpatine? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's true. All right. Um, a team we... I don't think we've talked about them a lot this year. Longhorns versus Levoyou. Which one we haven't talked about? Levoyou are better than people know. They um, are good, uh, good players, yeah, man. No. Um, I saw them last week and I was impressed. I was like, Mokan, who's this team? Levoyou. Really? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think Longhorns just do that thing where they old age you to death. No, I think Live Le- Wayu are going to be the sort of annoying, good annoying team that Longhorns are going to have difficulty difficulty against. I see the Wayu r- keeping the win streak alive. It's a two games. It's a streak. Uh, there's a game on Sunday, so no luck on them. Voodoo versus Tuesday Night Lights. Uh, Voodoo wins because it's not Tuesday. <laughs> yes. I feel bad for it. They, they should change their name to like Saturday Night Lights or <laughs> Friday Night, Sunday Night Lights or anything Just else. Lights. <laughs> Night Lights. Night Lights. <laughs> Division 4B. Ballers you versus down, pick. Check Out My TDs. Say that again, sorry? Ballers, Ballers check out my TDs. TDs. So Check Out My TDs is a team that Pease and Stefano and Mokan really liked. I'm still sort of like on the fence I about I do them. hate that they stole a Show Your TDs team name. And check Out My TDs though. Came over a crappier uh, name. It's it's a good team that is, is I'm on a fence. I think they're good. I just don't think they're as amazing as Pisa has described. We'll see. I'm gonna go with uh, check out my TDs, uh, even though they uh, stole and butchered the name. It's it's like it's like Avatar to Dances with Wolves. All right, we have give me give me that Costner though. A Squad versus Air Force One. A Squad is. Lost the game last week. They should be able to bounce. I still think A-Squad is one of the best teams in the division. Air Force One moved up from Division 6. Very good offense. Slowly adjusting to Division 4, the speed of the game and stuff like that. This is a great challenge for Air Force One because A-Squad is your typical strong Division 4 defense. I, I will... I, can't wait to see what Air Force One is able to do offensively against them. I think uh, Air Force One will struggle. Give me a squad. We have MTL Originals versus the Infantry. The two. I was corrected on the infantry, by the way. They're not uh, a redux of junkyard dogs. They just share a couple of players. The pos- potentially the best two, pl- the best two teams in Division Four B. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montreal Originals is a absolute wrecking ball. The team is good from top to bottom. The infantry, because they missed the first week, they had a forfeit. Uh, we haven't really talked about them, but they are undefeated. Second best plus minus in the division. A lot of guys, like you said, from junkyard dogs, that they know what they're doing. They're physical. Uh, this is going to be an amazing game. Very trippy. Uh, I'm expecting less than a score difference. Um, give me Montreal Originals. Last game, Dream Breakers versus Glow Gang. Glow Gang moved up from Division 6. Uh, they're playing well, honestly. I'm very impressed with Glow Gang. They took them a little bit. They forfeit that week one game against the Infantry, which was shitty. Uh, but aside from that, they've been, you know, they've been slowly getting the rhythm. They so we need more Coles notes. Shorter. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Glow gang. 4A, half A-stars, 69ers. Is uh, Dean Dimitri going to be back? Probably. Uh, is, it, is it a weeknight game? It is a Saturday game. You should be there. 69ers struggling without Dean Dimitri. Half-a-stars are very good this season. I think half-a-stars just have a more complete team. Give me half-a-stars. We have Wolverines coming off a practice on their bye week versus past our prime. I don't think the practice is going to help them. Wolverines offense is a mess. Give it, me past our prime. Shane Packett is just not the quarterback Tony Tibet is, although they tried to run his playbook. Past our prime. So like, should they just build a new playbook? I think, I think they're trying, but okay. it's, it's also in games where you're losing by 49 points, it's difficult to yeah. have any sort of spirit. Uh, and... This Pastor Prime with Craig O'Brien, they're a very good team. Baby Kangaroos versus Game Changers. Baby Fun game. game. That Joey Taylor offense against uh, the best team in Division 4A at the moment, Game Changers. I was low on Baby Kangaroos saying the only, their first two games, through first two wins were freebies. Mm-hmm. They won a big game last week. Uh, we'll see what happens in Game Changers. 
I think uh, Baby Kangaroos will win this one. This is where Game Changer slip up. Don't mess with Texas versus soft serve. Um, soft serve's offense, I think, will give don't mess with Texas a tough time. So give me soft serve. I soft serve as decides to stop what don't, don't mess with Texas tries to do every single week. The same two plays? Yeah. Three. All right. Um, top sauce in the three versus top season. Fellow the tops. Um, I think top sauce will just be able to bully... Uh, top season. I see. If top season as everybody, mm-hmm. the, they're not missing guys. I see top season winning this one by a decent margin. They will be the bully. Okay. Um, what I'll call the battle of Hampstead Bearskins versus KGP. Um, <laughs> Bearskins are solid it's every okay. season. This season's no exception. Give me Bearskins. KGP is struggling to field the roster every week. Yeah. Uh, they're. Essentially, only five. Jeff Rosenblatt doesn't belong on defense in Division Three as much as I do not. So give me Bearskin. Sorry. All right. <laughs> right Trinity versus Blue Chips. San Valme potentially. Um, I don't think it makes a huge difference. This is a great game, but I think Blue Chips bounce back after that loss and win this one. I don't think Trinity has the rusher to contain Jordan Mitchell, and Fair. they're going to get frustrated because of the little gimmicky plays they're going to run. And the last game from Division Three, as I quickly check something. Yes, I am right. The Crew versus Dirty Dogs. I was like, Dirty Dogs, are they good? I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a fun game. The Crew, like we said, like we talked about a little bit, fun offense. They're going to put up some points. Dirty Dogs' defense is not great, uh, but their offense is fly high. I think both teams, both quarterbacks, are going to make mistakes, but we're going to see a both teams score more than thirty-five points in this one. Um, I like I like the crew. I like what I've seen. Uh, a lot of times we don't pick teams that aren't from FPF because uh, we're jerks that way. I'm going with the crew. Yeah, I'm on. Yep. Division two, another game of the week candidate. STL Clockmakers. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, clockmakers don't look like they've they're at their best yet. They were very good last week. Yeah. They were finally starting to get there last week. Ryan Caston looks a lot more comfortable. I'm saying we haven't seen like back-to-back weeks this, but I think my point was I think we're going to get to see it now because we've started to see some signs of life. The the one thing, uh, I really like Clockmakers. I think their offense is finally getting there. Their defense is much better than what Rainmakers have been recently. But STL is a juggernaut. Give me a steal. Killer Bees versus King's Landing. The battle of struggling Hmm. teams in Division 2. Killer Bees is... Better than we think they are, but there's weeks where they just look flat. King's Landing, they like to be that underdog. We don't belong in this division. Complain, so give me Killer Bees because they complain less. Because give me Killer Bees, because Sean. Yeah. Alcoholics versus hashtag NR. Alcoholics, Paula Piaf's team, big physical. They like to run. They like a bully style of offense. Will catch the ball in your face and just be a bigger receiver than you are. It works most of the time. It won't work against hashtag NR. It won't work against Agreed. hashtag NR because they're they're u- even though they're the smaller receivers, they're used to it. Hashtag NR. And last game div two prospect squad terror squad. The battle of the squads turf four. Prospect squad is trying to find their footing. Maripareka is playing better and better with the receivers that he has. I don't think terror squad's defense going to be able to do much. And if prospect squad is able to score off- offensively. Playing with like the the hype and the the motivation to be within the game, they're gonna make Tampa that's look bad on offense. Um, who was the dude who mindlessly got a, a an OC after after intercepting a pass for Prospect Squad? What the guy who got an OC after catching an interception for Prospect Squad? Oh yeah yeah yesterday yeah uh, Jordanson Alexi yeah so uh, dude. Chill, <laughs> relax, have fun. Um, honestly, I don't think Prospect Squad will get there just yet. Uh, it'll take a couple of weeks with Mary Pereka, so I think they'll, they'll lose this one. And finally, Division One, and I'm just kind of glancing at these. These are good games this week. Nice. Wait till you hear them, okay? We got Waste Youth versus Fuegmal Sack. Uh, Dan Lazar is going to want to bounce back. He uh, he struggled a couple of weeks ago, I believe. In, uh, Didn't he win last week? Did it in Div he 1, I'm saying. Did he won Div 2. Yes. Did they win last week? Did mm, we no, they lost to Monstars 24-18 in yeah. the fourth. You are right. Yeah. I know nothing. So I believe he's right. going to want to bounce back. Uh, he's Whether or not he got inducted to the Hall of Fame, he's going to want to prove he's a Hall of Famer. 
<laughs> uh, and that he belonged on a list he was momentarily forgotten from. Fun fact, Alex Neto Pries, Hall of Famer. It's true, it's true. Uh, th- so la- last time I remember these two times playing, Alex Neto Pries at like 80 yards rushing and like two rushes. I believe he just, he's Hall of Famer, he just Alex Neto Pries. Everybody on Waste Dude and US was like, who's this fat guy running against us? It was great. I think it's going to be a similar situation where Waste Suit's defense will not be able to stop Flagmorsak properly. And at some point, Flagmorsak is going to get an interception or two on Dan because they're going to figure him out. I'm going to go Waste Suit. Next game. Because that won't happen. D Boys versus K. DK. Battle of the D. D Boys will just. You know what? You know what? Give me DK. Although D Boys tends to beat DK like on a consistent basis because he tends to bully them. This season, D Boys roster is weak. Uh, I really like uh, DK in this game. They're both coming off of losses in week four, by the way. Yeah, I uh, I think D Boys will win this one. We have Kay. Battle of the M's, Monstars versus Montreal's finest. What do you have to be the way you are? Monsters tends to give them trouble, but uh, I mean, no Rod, no uh, success. Is, is Rod there? Finest. So if, because we Rod, don't know, Hall of Fame nominee Rod. Correct. I confirm he is not present. He's not present. Oh, then it's not close. Montreal's finest by a lot. And then last game, got fat versus Braves. Some you know who didn't get fat? <laughs> Braves. Some got fat, Braves. some did not. Braves. Braves are very, very good this season. Braves? Yeah, I guess. That's it. Right. Right. it again. I was waiting for the music. Uh, thank you, Simon, uh, for joining me this evening. Uh, this is a bit of a weird show, but the bye week is weird. This is fun, though. It's kind of fun. It, it reminds me of fall, actually. It felt like the fall, the fall we used to do with a lot less teams. Yeah. Also, no script. Yeah. Well, I said, guys, I'm busy. The what? script is talk about shit and what? recap games. What's the script, though? Yeah. Um, we're going to uh, record the announcements for Hall of Fame, so stay tuned for those all week long. We're not recording them live, so they're off air. It won't be on Facebook Live. But stay tuned because they are going to be released starting tomorrow. Later what? tonight, we're going to be posting the media member of the year. Fun yeah, media or staff. Yeah, media or staff. It's, t- it's typically been media in the past. Until this but season. we'll see how that goes. Hmm? Until this season. We'll see. We we'll have. See there's a 20% chance that Simal made it to join the rest of us. Also, everybody on that list score keeps. Including you. You That's score keeps. That's true. That's how you started off. Yeah. So no, uh, no, it's not true. I started off as a media member and then I became a scorekeeper. Uh, I became a scorekeeper. I mean, define so media. <laughs> <laughs> the, the articles need to be legible first. Def- define scorekeeper, though. <laughs> Yesterday, I was not keeping score, apparently. Well, not apparently. I made mistakes. And I don't have a scoreboard, so... Well, either way, thank you, Simon, for joining me. Thank you, Eagle, for all the work you do. But most of all, thank you all for letting me be myself. See how I timed it with the lasers? Myself. Myself. Why haven't we recorded us doing pew 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 so I can just play it next time? Who produces this show? <laughs> it's you tell us what to do, bro. Pew pew pew. We'll use it as the introduction next week. I'm Peas and pew 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 pew. pew. <laughs>